Hello, you beautiful internet you, and welcome back to another exciting episode of Careful Cantrip, where a group of friends from coast to coast do their absolute best to get lost in dungeons and run away from dragons. As always, I am your host and ever-loving universe DM, Dave, and these warriors of the dice beside me are my players. Guys, you already know what to do. Get... God damn it, Bobby. Like, we're right in the middle of the thing. I'm just, just wait for a second. We have an intro. We have an intro. Oh, God. (laughs) These are my players, minus one who decides to forget his dice. Uh, Guys, okay, he got it. I've raised, it's okay. Everything's fine. Bobby got his dice. Uh, Say hello to the trippers. Give them some love. Let's go. What up? Whoa, dropping it like like it's hot. Why is there two temptation dice on the board right now? I think that's my scrub. Hold on, let's get rid of those. Uh, Let's turn it over to the lovely Rain Array CC CEO in question sometimes. Um, Is it it really in question? (laughs) It could be. It might be. It might be. Okay, okay. Yeah. The, the, the galley is against you. The peanut wow. gallery is coming you. For better you better have something good. You better have okay. some real good for him. Tell him what's up. <laughs> All right. Well, guess what? It's time for my favorite segment where I get to read your comments from the previous episode. And it's so much fun um, because now I force everyone here to listen to the comments too. <laughs> okay. So here we go. Uh, okay. We got a comment coming in from Cross the Stream. Hey, 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 all right, Cross, Ooh, all right, guy. hey, <laughs> all right. You're so into it, okay. Uh, congrats for the stream celebration, even a Vespera interrogation, a drastic Sin Path revelation, a hilarious Sicaria stealth improvisation. Thought for sure we get a Bardic inspiration. Can't contain my jubilation. Cece always rises to the occasion, waiting for what is next with great anticipation. Damn. Confirmed. Cross the streams is Eminem. Confirmed. I knew he was a fan. I knew it. Cross the bars. Oh, that's way better, Nate. Damn, you should take Mm. my job. Keep up the great work. All right, just move. I'll I'll sit down your seat. All right. Okay. Okay. Focus, everyone. Keep up the great work, everybody. (laughs) Wouldn't it be hilarious if (laughs) <laughs> Sorry. Maybe one day. Sorry, Mom. Yeah. Uh, it's not going to keep interrupting me. Okay. Would you like to do nah. this tag? Nah, I'm good. I okay. mean, <laughs> <laughs> we're never getting to the episode, and this is not my fault. <laughs> okay. I'm going to keep talking. So keep up the great work, everybody. The show and story continue to always be top notch. Watching is one of my favorite times of each week. Aw, across the screen. Aww. Yeah. Hell yeah. Okay. Next one is from the lovely Cass. Oh, Cass, let's go. Hey, <laughs> Cass, hey, let's go. Woo. Wow. So, Dave's so excited. I love your excitement. It's so exciting. Um, okay, Basil's the face of the party, but watch out. He's bringing the sass. Happy belated third year anniversary, y'all. Yeah, Aww. bringing the sass Aww, and thanks, the ass, Cass. if you know what I'm talking about. Australia's ass. <laughs> Let's true. go, next one. Australia's Who is it? Ass. Who is it? Okay, the next one Just and the last one. Just stop making that, that face. The That's next better. one. <laughs> the last one that I will be reading tonight is my favorite comment. Uh, Cyber. Hey, Cyber, let's go, baby. Cyber. Let's go. Okay. 
You guys have become my favorite D&D group. I don't have a ton of free time, and I have to be selective. I've put Critical Roles Campaign 3 aside to follow you instead. More fun oh, and more nice. laughs. Good Happy choice. three years anniversary. Someone clip that and send it to Matthew Mercer. <laughs> yeah, take that Critical Role. Yeah, I never heard what? of them. <laughs> okay, that's it for me, but thank you for all the comments. I love reading them. You're all the best. Love you all. Yeah, keep them coming, guys. And by the way, if we can get five comments on the next episode... Raina promised I could get a new sweater. That's oh, not. It's true. Okay, it's true. <laughs> what do you mean that's not okay? No, it's true I, now. No, no, wow. it was, that's not dot dot dot. I put it on the internet. New sentence. Nope. Okay. Nope. Period. I put it on the internet. It's real. It's a thing. Okay. It's as true it's as okay, is your skills in D and D. Wow. That's how the internet works. Rude. Bobby, you're muted. Yeah, Bobby, you've been I'm muted sure the entire singer. time. Just so, so you know. Okay, good. So, uh, like I was saying, if you guys put your comment in a different language, uh, we'll make her read it anyway. Yes. Please oh, put yeah. it in a yeah. different language. Please, yeah. please put it in a different language. Which language? It's completely up to you. Your call. Just I would not love to hear Reyna try to speak Spanish. That just Me too, actually. Seems like it'd be fun to <laughs> watch. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> Cross dropping it's like a hot. Thank you for the three new friends Thank and the resub at Thanks, 34 bro. months. You crazy animal, you. Appreciate you. Oh, also, I Cross missed one. one. Forge of Lore, 69. Yeah, I only caught half of that. Also, Forge of Lore with the 69 biddies. Nice. 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 And thank you for the raid, by the way. Thank you for trusting us with your viewers. They're uh, they're nice. a bunch of cool people, so we enjoy stealing them from you. Um, I don't like them. It, don't say that while we're live. You're supposed to say that when we come off of the thing, Bobby. <laughs> Fuck. <laughs> oh, my God. Um, okay, so with that said, um, uh, do we have any announcements for the evening? <coughs> oh, I have an announcement, and it has to That'd do with you. Dave, Me? what the yeah. hell did I do? Well, you made eight sets of dice. Seven have sold. We only have one dice set left. That's right. It's true. If wow. we don't yeah. go, I we're going to be posting it publicly. So now is your last chance to really get in on on the insider CC dice information stuff yeah so yeah. and go. i don't know what i'm gonna be doing my next release uh, mm -hmm. uh black and forge do exclamation never mind kaz has got it kaz is all over it b town's all over it god amazing uh, we are amazing non-mods are right, modding the hell out of our chat right now well done <laughs> uh uh, well, and yeah, you, I don't Aldi. know. Yes, thank you very much for the congratulations. I am officially a dice smith now. Uh, I'm 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 very I'm very touched by it. It's a little weird for me. It's um, it's amazing, but it is it, it's it's moving into that next realm. I don't know what that means. Head. It all goes to my head, Bobby. I call myself the universe every time I open. You think my ego could get any bigger? I'm totally kidding, guys. That's not the case at all. I'm very self-deprecating behind the scenes. Um, okay, well, is if that's all the uh, announcements... Oh, no, Jess, you said you had an announcement you wanted to share. I did before we went live you were like oh by the way i really wanted to make this announcement to everybody you were very specific i was um did you say bobby about the rat the rash that you said something about a rash 
Okay, <laughs> that's enough. We've all had our fun. <laughs> <laughs> Dave, I do have a I do have a bit of an announcement. Oh, get it's, take it away, man. Do your thing, baby. It's it's a week at Nate. Uh, Raina, is the is the word out? Oh fuck yeah! <laughs> Shit, hold on, I have another announcement. Back to me. <laughs> Guess what, everybody? The Chicken butt. It's happening tomorrow night on Fireside Chat. The, actually, one of the greatest things since Dag. Um, <laughs> <laughs> what? Just, yeah. I don't know what that means. Just me in it's general. Right? Back in 1985, yeah. right? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Doctor, Doctor whipped this thing out and was like, yeah, it's pretty good. This is going to be wait, hard to beat. One day. One day. Uh, but one day, child, watch yeah. out. You, your young child, will show up. you might be the GM of Pathfinder of the Year one day if you yeah. if you really put your mind to it. Okay, what's the last None announcement? People are okay. waiting for the episode. <laughs> okay. okay, okay. The greatest thing to happen to Fireside Cats besides dad guesting is Nate will be on tomorrow. Let's go, baby. It's me. You know that guy that looks like Peter? (laughs) And me. (laughs) All three of you are just interchangeable in everybody's eyes at this point. Uh, Everybody go out and give some love to your generic looking white guy friend. Check in on them. See how they're doing. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I will. I will be on Fireside Chats tomorrow with Raina. It's going to be a lot of fun. And normally, I couldn't make it to Fireside Chat streams because we were doing Grout Couch on Wednesdays. But to this week, we're doing our final episode of Pirate Borg on Thursday. Ooh. So y'all want to check it out? It's just a live play of Pirate Borg. Me dressed up in a shirt that sort of shows my nipples sometimes. Uh, it comes to hand. It's true. I've seen. Damn. It's miraculous. It's on stream. Enticing. How do you get away with that? I'm there. It's I'll in costume, there. so it's a different character. It's not really me. Right. Okay. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's a loophole. Good loophole. Yeah, That's yeah, how you yeah. get around TOS. I like it. I like it a lot. <laughs> yeah. Um. All right. Fair enough. That is. Uh, do you have anything else you want to share with the class? Nate? I think that's it. Oh. No, Sorry, I'm good to go. To I'm good to be here. You're and good. I'm- You're good. Okay. Well, I've I have a pre pre announcement that I have oh probably. God. So, okay, I'll be honest. I'm gonna I'm gonna spoil this because I shouldn't, but I'm going to because no one can stop me. I'm gonna be hosting Fireside Chat not this Ooh, week, next yes. week. I'm oh. gonna be hosting it, and I have I think probably the most famous person you've and never heard of ever that's coming on the show. It's that is true. It, it is, it is by true. far like the most <laughs> famous person we've probably ever had on this show that you've never heard of before. Yeah. Um, but you'll know exactly who cute. it is. Who? You're not going to say who? No. That's how you build anticipation. See, this is why I'm the DM. Because mm. I know how to build tension. Both, you know, erotic and sexual. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> That's kind of like Anyway. No, okay. I was right. I, did, I nailed it. I nailed it. Just <laughs> like I nailed the opening today and didn't play the intro before I played the transition. No, no one You're saw right. that. Yeah. Um, okay, with that said, I guess that's all that's left to say is plans. Are you ready? Ready? I guess. And trip us. Are you ready? Yes, let's do it. Then let's go ahead and jump into Kratos. Okay, Jess, you do it now. You got to do the thing. 
What did I do? You you interrupted me. So you gotta do it. You gotta you gotta say you gotta say the thing right before I go to the intro. Oh my god, we're never getting. I forget it. I just thought that Bobby sounded like crazy. And we are back, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, You guys missed that entirely. I I gave you the countdown again. Bobby made me laugh. That's what he does. He's a very, very funny and beautiful man and very talented. He's very strong, very tall. Any woman, man, or child, any man, woman (laughs) would be lucky to have him. It's also a different Bobby we're talking about. No, it's not. Bobby yeah, Boucher. not this one. Yeah, it's Bobby Boucher. Let's be honest. Okay, now we have to get into like seriousness, guys. Okay. Yeah. All right. Forget the scrump serious face. Hang on. I gotta turn it up a little bit. Scrump doesn't have a serious face. I gotta turn this bitch up to eleven. Why yeah. It... What does scrump serious face look like? I want to know. Can you do it? Uh... So it's a lot of squinting only... and lower lip. <laughs> right. yeah. He's only serious when he poops. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. That's spiky. Mm-hmm. Hang on, I gotta do something. Walks into the bathroom. <laughs> Woo, gonna need a healing stick after that. Ew! I just stop making so that face. I keep telling you, my God. Okay, well, stop grossing me out. That's Can't my make gross any promises. Face. Listen, you, I, I can make the mere mention of a fart, and you'll start laughing. Okay. It's not wrong. <laughs> <Exactly>. <laughs> okay. Okay. I'm serious. All right, guys, everybody, everybody, everybody get into the zone. Chat, get Auto serious. Zone. Chat, stop it. You're making <laughs> us laugh. You got to stop. Oh. So, oh, I hit, I hit the thing. <laughs> okay. Okay. I'm just going to mute myself. Okay. I'm not. Fair. When we last left our heroes, With another day done, and another night on the town, ready and and willing. However, while most of Dawnsgate sought rest and relaxation for the day's work, our heroes were still focused on the mission at hand. Prior to leaving the Calepsi Garden, Basil had reached out to Vespera for some assistance. And in return, she requested an audience with the party at a well-known tavern known as the Fool's Mead Inn. There, Vespera informed the party that the Crimson Herald had called their allies together that night for a meeting. But what the meeting was for was unknown. 
Vespera informed the party that this may be their only option to get a leg up on the Crimson Herald, and that this could be their moment to thwart their foe once and for all. But at the very least, it would be possible to gain some insight into her plans for the Harvest Moon Festival and the infamous ritual she learnt, sought to perform. While ever cautious of the plan, the party agreed to infiltrate the meeting to learn what th they could and take whatever opportunities that they lie in front of them. And with that, Vespera bid the group adieu, save for Basil, whom she asked to have a private word with. Once the rest were out of earshot, Vespera once again brought up the intentions to release the sympaths to bring some semblance of the divine back into this world. She explained to Basil that in order to complete their shared goal, one of the party members would need to claim the Red Raged Home and take on the mantle of Tukor the Mad Fuhrer. She asked for suggestions from Basil as to whom would be make the ideal avatar for the sympath to which Oksana's name left his lips. In agreeance with his choice, Vespero left Basil with, wish for him to, with the wish for him to speak to her about what clearly would need to be done. On the way to the warehouse, the location Vespero directed them to for the meeting, Basil broached the subject with Oksana of taking over the role of the Avatar of the Rage. And while he strongly encouraged Oksana to think about it, he made it very clear that the choice would be hers to make. Finally reaching their destination, the party observed the area which seemed to be empty. Standing close to a rear entrance, our heroes devised a plan where Basil would take the form of the wolf mage, the individual that carried the black book who attacked them and the school children at the garden. As, as they made their way inside, the party continued to converse of, on the plan, until their time was cut short as two individuals entered the building, Vespera and the Crimson Herald herself. Our adventurers hid as quickly as they could, and just in the nick of time, to watch as Vespera and the Crimson Herald made their way up to the second floor. With no time to spare, a disguised Basil made his way upstairs to join the secret meeting, with V mere footsteps behind and the rest of the remaining group staying on the bottom floor. As Basil breached the upper level, he was met with another that had arrived early, none other than the captain of the First Sword, Kalora Bostel. It was then revealed that she was in possession of the Book of the Brave, and also an ally to the Crimson Herald. And within the dark warehouse, Basil's disguise was successful at fooling the other participants. And the midnight meeting commenced. And so, our story continues. As the four gather around in the in a tight circle within the warehouse. She addresses the crowd. My children of the red, it's so good to see you together again. The time draws ever near. The beautiful butcher's resurrection is soon at hand. All of our efforts will soon be rewarded tenfold once our master walks the land once more. 
The Crimson Herald reaches up and removes her helm. Her once vibrant red hair, now slightly faded with ribbons of grey. Vespera's face does not hide the concern. My mistress, your hair! Has something happened? No need to concern yourself, Vespera. A mere side effect of holding the rage in for too long. My predecessor warned me of this long ago before entrusting me with the armor and the tablet. The aging has only affected me while in this form and does not diminish my strength or my wit. All will be well when our master blesses us. Captain Clora, seemingly unfazed by the change in the Herald's appearance, folds her arms. I assume this meeting isn't for pleasantries and concerns of our hairstyle. Why have you gathered us, Herald? Accounting, Captain. With the rest, with two rests before the harvest moon, I thought it best to take stock and ensure all of are clear on their purpose. The Herald begins to walk closer to Vespera and Captain Kalora. Sister Sin has fulfilled her duties. Her and her orphans have successfully captured the Twelve Saints of the Faiths. She works with our allies with the, within the Drellium Institute to prepare them for the ritual. The sacrifice should be enough divine essence to triggering the awakening. However, if it's not enough, I look to you and your first sword, Captain. All mortals hold a small piece of the divine within them. My father is expecting more than half the city to attend, so there will be more than enough lives to expend if needed. Oh, shit. Kalora nods understandingly, as the Herald looks to Vespera, reaching out her hand and placing it on her shoulder. Being the special guest of this year's festi festival, Vespera, will lead the ritual. She will tell the patrons of the event that she has prepared a special ceremony directly from a tome. We have magically infused a basin upon the traditional harvest altar. Once the basin begins to glow, she will add the concentrated god seed, ready for the butcher to consume once the gateway has been opened. The Herald grips slightly on Vespera's shoulder, as Vespera instinctually gives a nervous smile. The Herald pays no attention, her expression remaining cold and calculated. Captain chimes in once more. And what of the gateway? From my count, we only hold four tomes. What of the Scroll of Joy and the Atlas of Hope? The Herald makes her way towards Basil in Nimbra's form. It is true that we only hold four. She pulls her hand up and grips it on Basil's arm. And no thanks to Nimbrus, we are not any closer. However, I have a contingency plan. Facing Basil, the Herald locks eyes with his and holds for a moment. The silence is deafening. But eventually, she breaks eye contact and turns her head back to the other two. Those that defy us have been clever in their hiding. We've had very few reports of their appearance within the city. 
Like the rats that they are, they hide within unseen walls. And what is the best way to bring a rat from its hiding place? Light a fire to the opening of their nest and smoke them out. Let the smoke take the weak and the most hardy will make themselves known. Vespera looks down in contemplation for a moment. No. Smoke will make rats scatter and flee. We want to draw them in closer. She immediately looks up with an expression of slight concern, albeit trying to hide it from the rest. The only way to attract vermin is... bait. The Crimson Herald smirks. You are a wise woman, Vespera. Your enemies should fear you. While it took some time, our spies have discovered our enemy's greatest wants. Or should I say weaknesses? The one you interrogated, Kalora, runs a small orphanage within Dog's Breath. I have three of my most powerful mages stationed a mere stone thrown away. One word, and Dawn's Gate will see its youngest funeral pyre that the city has ever known. The one that held the god scene is known to walk the markets not far from there. It took little effort to find a local carpenter to boast about his daughter, Oksana, her greatest feats and triumphs. He and his wife are already in my possession. And lastly, the previous owner of Nimbra's book. The Herald looks back to you, Basil, her hand still casually lying on your shoulder. He left behind his most treasured, the last of his family, his mother. She was being protected by two individuals, whose heads were more than happy to depart from the rest of their bodies. With the bait we hold, the enemy will deliver what we need to the festival for us, for they have no other choice. Kalora now seemingly becoming impatient. You hold a near-perfect hand, Harold, but how will you show your hand? If they cannot be found, how do you plan on communicating your threat? The Herald looks towards her before looking back to Nimbra or Basil in his form. It's simple, Kalora. I'll just tell them. <laughs> I have one by the tail right here. With lightning-fast reflexes, the Crimson Herald juts down to Basil's wrist, raising it upwards with such force that it pulls Basil forward with a jerk, causing your hood to fall back, revealing your face. The adrenaline begins to rush through your veins, and while off balance, the Herald reaches to your hand, gripping your finger with heavy-plated gauntlet. You take 15 points of damage as you hear the <coughs> tiny bones crackle like bellowing campfire as she pulls the ring off your finger before letting go. Oh, fuck. <laughs> Get tricked. Oh, my God. You think Let's I would go. forget? Just play it cool. Maybe they don't know. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. You think I would forget a ring like this after it was thrust in my face? Hmm, Basil. A foolish move for you to come alone, but a valiant effort nonetheless. 
I ask, were you able to catch all of that, Basil? Wincing in pain as his hand is being held off, Basil's like kind of drawn onto his tiptoes, not really finding much purchase or stability in where he's standing. He holds onto his forearm for support as he turns and says, Yes, I understood it all, but you know you will not get away with this. Your plan, everything, it will fail. Even if it's not us, someone will rise to stop you. And that's where you're wrong, Basil. Your insight once again is short-sighted. You've been playing checkers when I've been playing dragon chess the entire time. You see, I hold all of the pieces within this city. You slightly move around. That's the reason why you'll fail. You can't play dragon chess with just a king. Everyone matters. You're right. And that's why I have a queen. In case any of this was lost on you, your families live in between life and death. Which way the scale tips is up to you and your companions. Either you bring the remaining two books to the festival, or I will flay your mother alive in front of you. And then I will move on to Oksana's family. And I will continue to do so until everything and everyone you love lies skinned at my feet. On the day of the festival, you will make yourself known to my gods at the west entrance. They will bring you and your tomes to me. Do you understand? Basil, uh, is she still holding Basil by the arm? She's let go at this point. Basil pulls his arm away and sort of feels the pressure from the plate on his wrist. He looks up and there is a, a moment where he is just staring at her through the, the wolf guys. And you see that he will then pull that, that visage back and very timidly nod. Good. I'm glad we have an understanding. Go now. She tosses the ring back at your feet. Run back to your walls, little rat, and tell your nest that they have a new owner. Uh, I will... Okay, I'm going to take the ring, put it on, and I will teleport back to the hovel. So are you teleporting back to the manor? Yes. Okay. What? With one last look, vanish. V, you sitting at the top of the stairs, keeping yourself hidden from view, are aware of everything that's just happened. The three turn and continue to talk to one another. <laughs> what would you like to do? 
Mm, panic. Um, <clears throat> v will um, slowly and stealthily uh, turn around mm-hmm. to face the rest of the group. Uh, and she's going to be um, signaling without speaking, but going like and trying to come down because I, I rec- everyone is waiting at the bottom of the stairs. Is that my correct in that? Most, Sicarius yeah, was basically at the bottom of the stairs. I believe Wilhelm and Scrump base, yeah. were closer to the front door, uh, keeping an eye out. Yeah. Oksana yeah. was kind of in between. Okay. Um, so we will, uh, I guess, make eye contact with uh, Wilhelm, who's closest to her. Uh, and she'll nope, be. Sicarius is closest to you. Sicarius oh. is at the bottom of the stairs. Wilhelm Great. and Scrump are closer to the front door. Okay, um, so is it possible, how long is the staircase? Can V just look at Sicarius and make general hand motions like, oh, and he'll see it? Or does she need to move to get closer? No, she would. It, it's a straight staircase. She, you would easily be able to translate via the flailing arms and hand signals. Okay, okay. so V will just make uh, panic like, and say... We are boned. <laughs> uh, looking at Sicarius, waiting for acknowledgement that he understands Are what you're saying. saying. Come up the stairs. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you should go up Sicarius the stairs. Sicarius rushes forward with his sword. Yeah. Dazzle <laughs> the trouble? Yeah. <laughs> so at the base of the staircase, um, how much could Sicarius hear from there? Uh, make a retroactive perception check for me. I hate wherever this is going, Rob. All right, that's a yeah. 17. <laughs> sound like I'm using perception. my ring to get out of here. It's a dirty <laughs> 20. Like dirty 20? You would have definitely heard the majority of it. All of the, there, there might have been a few words missed here or there, but you would fully be aware of kind of what's been, uh, what's been laid out in front of you. Like the word flayed? And burning orphans. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So I think it's safe to say even probably Scrump and Wilhelm heard Basil's cry, right? Well, I was going to ask, Wilhelm, as everyone knows, is canonically very empathetic. Did he Did he feel <laughs> what Basil felt? <laughs> did he feel what Basil felt? No. Yeah. Not on an emotional good. level. No. no. Okay. You, you, you probably felt a, a, a ping in the force of, yeah. of pain of an ally. <laughs> That's about it. Mitochondria is right. Yeah, yeah. You yeah. you felt the pod- padawans go down. <laughs> I mean, I these like people it. are threatening everything that you guys hold dear. How are we supposed to just run away? Sorry, are you speaking out he loud? He wants to go in so bad. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> v, what are you? What are you actually doing? I don't know what you're doing. Saying out of character or what you're doing in character? Well, in character. Um, I'm not really looking at you. I'm listening to what was going on. And obviously, even though Sicarius, no wrong. Um, even though Sicarius is convinced that the Crimson Herald isn't his daughter, there's still that doubt because everybody else believes it. He needs to find out. So he's contemplating whether or not he needs to rush in there right now. So I'm not Rush even paying in. attention to you. Okay. <laughs> uh, 
I okay. I not paying attention to me. I guess V will take You're the being, risk to yeah. move down the staircase to get closer, assuming that Rob uh, Sicarius just can't see her or something. Well, you're well hidden. Okay. You guys are on a staircase, a straight staircase. There's, there's really, you know, she's sitting at the top of the stairs, kind of looking, peering over where you're at the bottom of the stairs, Sicarius. Well, either way, whether he can't see her or he's ignoring her, she's going to move towards him because she needs to at least communicate to the rest of the group that people have, that Basil has left and shit's going down. So she'll get closer to him Mm. and endanger the rest of the group. (laughs) V, you slowly and methodically begin to creep down the stairs. Go ahead and make a stealth check for me. I hate you, Rob. I know. Yeah. No, it's the car you should hate. Four. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's a four. Oh my god. Okay. So <laughs> stealth. I rolled a fourteen and oh, my okay. stealth is four. So eighteen. Eighteen. Silently, like a cat, you begin <laughs> to slowly make your way down the staircase. Ever vigilant oh. of the decrepit wooden floorboards that you walk upon. But you do make it to the bottom of the stairs without a creak heard. All right. V will lean in close and say, Lucicarius, we need to leave now. Basil is gone. You realize this is probably the least she's going to have surrounding her. This will be our best opportunity to stop all of this. Are you insane? Are you insane? Are you insane? Okay, the next time we know where she's going to be at will be in public in front of millions of, or hundreds of thousands of people. Right now there's three people, four people up there. Are you kidding me? Basil has left. I'm not staying here. And we need to regroup and formulate a plan. This is a trap. Zacharias. Right there. We'll never have a better opportunity. Uh, v is just fed <laughs> up with Sicarius, and she's going to look around to the rest of everybody, and she's going to be like, "We have to go. We have to go." Pointing Oksana to Oksana goes like this. Yeah, Scrum just kind of like. <laughs> what are you doing, this group? <laughs> and then she'll like if you if you keep doing it like if you yeah. just make your face look concerned yeah, she'll like eventually second. clue in yeah okay. but at first she's just gonna wave like hi oh hey uh, he's here yeah and Wilhelm wasn't looking at first but uh he because he's noticed that Petunia is getting into the backpack <laughs> so he was like kind of holding her hind legs like trying to pull her out of the backpack and then looks over and notices like, well surprisingly enough as she's digging through the backpack she pulls out a small vial uh-oh. of God. an orangey silvery liquid somehow <laughs> swirling together but it's not tang. mixing scrump, it's tang for sure scrump you're yeah, yeah. you don't remember making this Go ahead and add an elixir to your sheet. All right, I'll put it in there. I'm like, man, much made it sometime. I don't know. Maybe it was one of the potion breads. 
Okay, V feeling torn between panicking about Basil because she saw him get hurt uh, and uh, worrying about the group. Uh, she's going to be torn for about 30 seconds and then she's going to activate her ring and teleport. Okay. You all <laughs> watch. You learn by example. <laughs> you all watch as V activates her ring and vanishes. Well, Helm picks up uh, Petunia in one arm. Like this and then uses the ring also. Son of all, look at Scrump and nod and do the same. Scrump's just like, man, he just pops out too. Scrump starts a small fire in the corner. <laughs> 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 We're going to burn this bitch down. That was should have, you're right. Yeah. Okay, Sicarius, what are you doing? Okay. Has everybody gone? Yes. Yeah. No. Yes. All right. Sakaris is going to head up the stairs. Uh, yep. Okay. Not all, right, all right. Well, then you guys know what's coming next. Walking. I need everybody to headphones. remove their headphones. Oh, <laughs> bullshit. All right. I'm going to take this two moment to refresh my drink. If Fuck I don't you guys. I'm going to go have a snack. <laughs> Jess? She still has them in. You can see them. Yeah, but she turns she turns us down as opposed to taking them off. <laughs> do you right. try and do this stealthily? Uh, no. Um, he is going to pull his sword and just walk, you know, deliberate. Because the way he feels is when we hid... And the fact that she already knew that was Basil, that's why I asked if we how much he could hear. And the fact that she even gave a direct look in my direction down and when we were trying to hide. Um, in Sicarius's mind, we, she knew we were there the entire time. So there's no point in even trying to hide this. We're just I'm just gonna deliberately walk up. Okay. In your heavy armor, you make your way up the staircase, making yourself very known. By the time you hit the top of the stairs, the three are already awaiting for whoever lies below. Immediately seeing your sword, Captain Kalora pulls her weapon as well. But the Crimson Herald holds up her arm, holding her for a moment. You are a very brave individual last time I saw you at the compound you were able to evade one of my strongest I'd be lying if I didn't say I was slightly impressed looking directly at her does she resemble Ruby from the manner of uh, Thaddeus Albeit older, somehow, the features remain the same. The facial structure is immaculate. immaculate. The eyes, still that vibrant purple. Okay. So with full plate armor, I do remove my helmet. (laughs) Yes, some may say that I am difficult 
to kill. But I'm not here to fight. I'm here for more of my own curiosities. Tell me. And he's just staring at her because he's he's really trying to figure out. He's rehearsed this a thousand times, but you know, in the moment, he's just choking. Do you go by the name of Ruby? She pushes the sword down slightly from Captain Kalora. In another life, yes. Chills just basically go through Sicaria says his grip on his sword has pretty much weakened towards now at the at a side. I I cannot believe what I am hearing. When I saw you in the manor with Thaddeus, my whole world changed. I didn't know this could be true. I never thought I would actually find you. Do I know you? Unfortunately, no. But that is something I so desperately was wished to change. Was your, just to make sure that I'm not on a wild goose chase, was your mother Priscilla? She pauses for a moment, staring at you intently. For slightly looking over to her shoulder. Leave us. My herald, it is not wise for you to be alone in the presence of an... Leave us! As you wish. She looks over to Vespera. Nods. And the two begin to walk past you. Does Vespera... Has she, does she give me any weird looks considering that she... Like she's concerned about what I'm going to do? Make an insight check. Considering... Oh, that's not going to be good. I'm probably too focused. Uh, insight plus three, so I got a seven. Seven. Well, you are remained focused... On the Crimson Herald. You don't need much of a high roll to look to see the look of disdain on Vespera's face as she walks by. Okay, good to know. As they do, Kalora leans in a little bit closer. She can handle her own and will kill you on the spot. And if she doesn't, I will. You can try. The two begin to make their way down the staircase, leaving you and the Crimson Herald alone in a dark warehouse. How do you know that name? As he takes a deep breath. Priscilla was my fiance. 
before she was murdered by Thaddeus Lucrum. Who you call father. A while back ago, I worked for the First Sword. And she was the mistress of Thaddeus. And I was assigned as her guard. And over the time that we spent together, one thing led to another, feelings started developing and we fell in love. But she was relocated shortly after she was pregnant. Years later, she found her way back to me. And she confessed that she wanted to finally leave him and wanted me to leave with her sword so we could run off and start the family together. And while she was confessing that, she showed me a letter that she had written to her daughter, Ruby, explaining that the man she knew as father of Thaddeus was not, but that I had a daughter that I never knew, and she wanted us to be reunited and leave this place. But unfortunately, Thaddeus and his spies intercepted the letter, ambushed us in our apartment, and he, his final words were her, well, since your heart belongs to him, he took his dagger and ripped out her heart to hand it to me as he murdered her right in front of me. And as he tried to kill me, I was able to escape. And ever since then, I have vowed to seek revenge against him and find you to at least let you know the truth. Whether or not you accept me as the person I say I am or not, I made a promise to your mother that you would know. And I stand before you right now to let you know that I, Sicarius Mortem, am your father. If this is true, will you prove it? How do I prove? Besides this, and he takes off his necklace that has the sketch of both Priscilla himself and then the added photo of her and the sketching that he had about the family, and I hand it to her. This has never left my side. And the, also the letter that she had given to him that he's always keeps, he pulls out that letter and hands it to her as well. This was my copy because she had written it down for me and for you. You may read it, do what you wish, but I know in my heart, I have fulfilled my vow to at least find you. I have no other way to prove it other than you can, you have ties, you have access. You can find out that I did work for a first order and I was Priscilla's guard. All that is all in the archives. And obviously you have the inside to the first sword as well. So it would not be hard for you to find this information. I've been on the run ever since, because obviously if I ever get caught, your 
The man you call father would have me killed instantly. Documents and trinkets can be fabricated. She hands back both the letter and the necklace. So how do I prove my story to be true? You watch as she reaches towards a small satchel on her side and pulls out a scroll, holding it up. One of my spies gave this to me one day. Said it was more useful than any interrogation method that I could possibly use. A spell. Will you undergo this? Willingly? What is the spell? It'll bring you no harm. Insight check. Go ahead, make an insight check. That's a 19 plus 3, so 21. She seems to be telling the truth. Go right ahead. Do it as you wish. Okay. No saving throw for zone of truth. As she opens up the scroll and begins to read it, you watch a little bit of a glow begin to emanate around the edges of the page for it seemingly lights a fire in a bluish tinged light. As she lets it go, you watch as the ashes begin to scatter and blow closer towards you. Encircling around you, you are now forced to tell the truth, Sicarius. And nothing but the truth. Go ahead. Ask your questions. What is your name? Sicarius Mortem. Where do you come from? Come from a small town outside this village and I moved here. And I've been living in the city ever since. Where were you first posted when you arrived? First posted in Dog's Breath. For what guild did you work for? The Footer Sword. Did you love her? Absolutely, with every mouth of my body. And your paternal claim, is it true? I have no reason to doubt the words of Priscilla, the love of my life, who tells me that you are my daughter. As the words leave your lips, you watch as the Crimson Heralds begins to change. She begins to grow smaller. As the armor seems to fade away, becoming younger as well, no more than 20, 21 years old, the gray streaks disappearing from her hair as it gains its vibrancy once more, as she leaps into your arms, 
tear goes down Sakari's cheek. And he just gives her his biggest bear hug. I never thought it to be true that I would find you. You knew about me? Yes. When I was but a young girl, one of the servants told the story of my mother and father. I didn't know your name. Just that you were a god with the first sword. I can't believe this. Neither can I. And... Oh man, I wish these circumstances were so different. I mean, as you know, I'm traveling with people that want to come cause harm to you, and I do not want. I do not wish any of this. How 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 do we stop this? Stop this. Why are you doing what you are doing? I do this for you and mother. I was He's told you were. I was told you were tossed from a window. I was. But your blood ran through the streets. So you told the story that I was dead. Yes. Well, like I said before, I'm hard to kill. Yes. Mm. And this makes it all the more easier for us, then. You don't understand the rage that a young woman feels when she's been lied to her entire life. To know that the one that I seemingly call father was the reason that my parents had perished. But we can change that. The beautiful butcher will revive. It will bring mother back. You you know I wish nothing more than that. But are you absolutely sure? I've heard nothing but bad of this butcher. I am the herald of a new god. The only god. But don't you have to sacrifice your body for this? Not necessarily. So how do you do how do how would you bring this god back without sacrificing yourself? I only need the tomes. I don't need what's inside. I don't need to become the avatar. They are the catalysts to open the gateway. And this would bring her back and we could be a family? Yes. You don't need them anymore. Two nights from now, that's all it takes, and we can be a family again. And what if Thaddeus Lucrum? Thaddeus, I always plan to do away with one day. Do you not understand the power a god holds? The only god of this world. At my beck and call. 
I don't know if any god would want to be willing to be at the beck and call of a mortal. Do you not see that? You don't understand. Trust me, I wish to see this place burn and Thaddeus' head on a pike. But what can a god who is known for doing such things, it does make me concerned that this will backfire tremendously and I just found you and I do not want to lose you. And you don't have to. Join me. Join our side of the fight. Will there be some lost? Yes. But is it not worth it? And what of the others? Did everything you say be true? Are you going to destroy the orphanage and kill Basil's mother? I will do whatever it takes. <laughs> Obviously, can... Sicarius is being conflicted right now because he wants nothing more in this world to just, you know, walk away with her right now. But he also understands the the gravity of the situation if she does succeed. Why do you hesitate? I have been so angry since your mother died that honestly if I would have found you a little earlier that I would help destroy this entire place to bring her back but there are some things that we may need to do differently I don't I, I there has to be another way there is no other way I've searched as far and wide as I could and everything is right here. Two days. Two days. And everything I've ever wanted. I don't have to be angry anymore. Scarius takes a deep breath. We can be a family. We can be a family. All you need to do is hand me that scroll. <laughs> Sicarius pauses for a moment. looks her right in the eye, grabs her hands, and within the hands, he has the scroll, and he hands it to her. But her family, you best bring her back. I promise I will. We should go. There's many people that you must meet. So 
Sicarius then takes the ring off and gestures to lead the way. Okay. The two of you leisurely make your way down the door, the staircase towards the entrance and out into the night sky. <clears throat> Basil. Hello. Hello. I was <laughs> <laughs> having a really good conversation, man. Yeah. yeah. My bad. My bad. Sorry, guys. Um, we can I kill you, Rob? I'm assuming it all went fine. I'm in for you. No, no it did not go fine. He looks way too happy. What the hell is your indicator? He, yeah. Yep. Well, he's happy he because he killed them all and he saved the day already. Yeah. I mean, to, yeah. I, I mean, demon. I mean, to be mm-hmm. no. Nope. I, I mean, to to be fair, here here's here's kind of the the notes from Basil's perspective. Oh my god! Oh my god! Okay, we're in danger. We're in danger. Oh good, everyone's here. Twenty minutes later, Sicarius. Oh yeah, that's not suspect. Did he come back? We don't even know if he came back. No, I know he? we don't even know if he came back. I'm just saying, you know. Basil, as you. As you peer back into the gazebo, holding tightly onto your hands, you begin to make your way stumbling towards the manor itself. The adrenaline begins to wear off as the pain fully inflicts on your hand. Your mind and head swims. Your hand is throbbing. In the night sky, you see a flash of light that emanates from directly behind you. Turning back, you see V now appear. V, you look forward only to see Basil 20 feet away, hunched over, clutching his wrist, holding up his hand. Uh, v will uh, rush over uh, just say Basil here give, give me a hand Basil hesitated for just a moment before passing you his arm she has him she has them all uh, I know I, I heard everything I and uh, V will uh, cast healing word uh, at the second level, four. Uh, uh, three, two, five plus four, five plus four, nine points of healing. <laughs> nice. Um, um, this is good maths. Yep. Yeah. 
Uh, yeah, as she's uh, holding uh, her hand over yours, uh, she'll say, I know, I know, I heard everything. Are you all right? I'm sorry. I, I, sh we should have, I should have been the one to go in instead of you. I'm sorry. I think they've killed Nick. Nick, for those of you joining at home, is the little, is the spider that worked with my mom. He was actually really cool, and when I had my big outburst in that room, Nick was probably the only person I didn't, like, want to lash out at or, or hate and stuff like that. And definitely upset at the fact that he might be dead. Probably. It sounds like it. I hope it's a bluff, but I, I don't... I don't, I don't know. I don't know what we're going to do. This sounds like a trap either way. Boom, boom, boom. Three more flashes of light from directly behind you as Wilhelm, Scrump, and Oksana appear within the confines of the gazebo. Scrump just loses his lunch on the... Ah. <laughs> we're home. What happened? Where is Sicarius? First question. Yeah, was, I know. He was with he was with you guys. Yes, I, I uh, told him. I told him, but he seemed I had a brief conversation with him before before I left, and he seemed like he very much wanted to try and I don't know, rush rush her. And I honestly what? was just more concerned about Basil, and I was hoping that the rest would just follow. No, no, he can't speak with her. She, she, all she needs are the two books. The reason I left was because she thought that I was going to go and fetch you. If she finds out Sicarius was there, Sicarius was the only person she didn't have leverage on. Oksana, the Crimson Herald has your parents. And mine. What do you mean? She's uh, Basil will fill in the details of the meeting in as quickly and simply as he, he possibly can. That with the that they basically need to take the book to the West Gate uh, at the time of the meeting. Otherwise, uh, the orphans at the orphanage, um, Oksana's parents, my parents, uh, will all die. For the records. <laughs> He refers to Maggie and Carlos as yeah, well yeah, yeah. as Wilhelm's orphanage. Mm -hmm. Yes. Yep. I don't think I know Oksana, about Wilhelm's orphanage, did I? No. Um, I'll mention the orphanage. Not, well, I but think like, you. I think you mean Grimoire's, right? No. No. So there's oh, there's the orphanage okay. that Grimoire grew up at, and there's the orphanage okay. that Wilhelm kind of settled in the middle part of the city. For like okay. the kids, he would yeah. keep right. It yeah. was it was discussed so, with V very early on, but uh, yeah. okay, yeah, it was kind of graced over. I think, so yeah, yeah, I think no I was, I, Jess, I think you were away for those episodes. That's okay. That's okay. Yeah, I don't. I don't think Basil necessarily connected those two, but we'll still mention them because Basil doesn't want to see a bunch of kids die. Um, which is when Wilhelm will obviously hear that the details about that. That ain't gonna happen. I'll tell you this, Wilhelm, Dusseldorf's not going to be for nothing. Well, um, it just looks deep in thought at the moment. So does Oksana. And then she'll say, where 
is Sicarius. Because she was she was watching him before. She was. She was clocking him for sure. Sicarius never told Oksana. Mm. Look, the the worst thing that happened is Sicarius tried to attack her. And is sure he's just coming behind us. Maybe you had a hard time with the ring, couldn't get it on. I don't think that's it, Scrump. He seemed very keen on getting up there and rushing her. Well, well now just I'm sure I'm sure that's not the case. Sicarius knows very well what a thorough beating he got when we were both prisoners at the Crimson Herald's Manor. There isn't any way that he would confront her for an altercation without anyone else by his side, especially given the first sword um, captain is up there as well. So what do you think he went there for? Maybe he got stuck. Maybe she found him. So... I have a, Maybe he has chosen to betray us. <laughs> well, I, but let's not let's not jump the gun. I, I have a, I, I, I have a, I have a somewhat of a confession here. You are so, betraying us. I knew I'm it. Not, <laughs> I'm gonna, you know what? I'm gonna. I'm, I'm just. I'm just. No. No. Scrum. Okay. Do you recall when Jed made mention that the Crimson Herald may have been Sakarius' daughter, and Sakarius blew that off as not possible because of the way that the times aligned with when the Crimson Herald attacked Oksana's family and the like? Yes. At the time, I didn't say anything, but I, too, felt the same as Jed did, looking into the eyes of the little child that we met, and, of course, the... Crimson Herald themselves, I I found similarities between Sicarius's daughter and the Crimson Herald. In addition, she made mention of something that there is that there is this power that is taken from the powers of Tukor that rapidly want of a better word, age the person who is using it or mess around with how old they may appear. Um, Vespera seems to know a little bit about it. The hair of the Crimson Herald was whitening, which seemed to have been an exacerbation of what was going on. And, well, if my instincts and Jed's instincts are on the money, then Sicarius may be learning a very ugly truth. The longer it takes him to come back, the more worried I become. I don't know what I'm more worried about at this time. Look, if he comes back, we will find out. We will if know. he comes back, what if he does not come back? Then we don't know whose side he's on anymore. If he doesn't come back, injured. I would consider he is dead. And that is very sad. Look, look, Sicarius is our friend, and he has done a lot in the times that we have been together to stand by us. And after everything with Grimoire, 
I do not feel he will abandon us. Not again. I say if he is if he isn't back, we do need to come up with a plan. We do need to figure out what we're doing. And well, allow me to enter part two of the biggest problem. The ritual that is undergoing requires the sacrifice of 12 saints that are being held at the Derillium Institute. Their sacrifice is what's going to be ushering in the beautiful butcher. However, even in the event that these 12 individuals aren't sacrificed, over half the city is going to be murdered by the first sword as a substitute ritual. Correct yes. me if I'm wrong, Dave. <laughs> as nope, a substitute. You're, you're good. You nope. got it off. Uh, as a substitute for that ritual. So even if we stop these 12, over half the city will die in order to allow for this ritual to occur. Once that happens, the beautiful butcher is simply going to be consuming the essence of the god seed, likely to complete the ritual. But by that stage, we'll have lost, well, in my opinion, far too much, even if we did decide to fight. And most what of us here would lose what's most important to us. What do we need to do to stop this ritual? Is there one part we can take something they need to interrupt it? There's Honestly, going to be a basin that maybe we could destroy the basin. It seems like it's important. The, the tomes are important. The sacrifices are important. If I'm being perfectly honest, I don't see much way apart from to end those who are at the snake's head. Even if we destroy the basin, the sacrifices are already done. If we save these 12 individuals, we can't save half the city from an army of first swords. We have to kill the Crimson Herald or stop her. This is no problem for me. Let's go. Oksana, she's very strong. And she's surrounded by a lot of other strong people. I think... I don't know what the solution is, but we need some sort of a plan. We can't just waltz in and, and give her the books or, or spring a trap on well, her. I don't know. That, how many friends can she really have? She thinks she has friend in Vespera. She does not, so that is one less for her. I wonder how many will turn on her if given opportunity. You know, Oksana may be right. I mean, you're right, we can't save half the city, and of course the First Sword are formidable, but they aren't the only allies we've made since we've begun this journey. And there's not to say we couldn't make more. As much as it pains me to suggest this, there is someone who we potentially could speak with. Someone who's worked throughout the city in a way beneath the shadows that may know more than we already do. As you all know, Grimoire's orphanage has the sister that's in charge there. This nefarious person mm. 
may have connections with people in the underground that we may be able to rally together. People of Dog's Breath have as much to lose as any anyone else, as do the people in the Hive Gardens and everywhere in between. We already have friends in the Dorelium Institute. We have friends in the uh, Nectar. We have a lot. If we can get them to rise up and fight for long enough to, s- to stop the ritual for killing half the city, we might buy enough time to stop the Crimson Herald once and for all. When you say the sister from Grimoire's orphanage, are you talking of his friend or are you talking of the woman that tormented him? There is no good and bad on this line, Oksana. Everyone needs to I feel. I think Grimoire would feel differently. This one, I would not Uh, like to call her. But there, he does have friends there. I forget her name. Let me search my memories. <laughs> I could, like, if we need allies, probably send out to Dad of the Goblins or whatever. They're always looking for a fight. Mm. I don't Band know if liars. you really want them in the town, though. I mean... But, uh, <laughs> well... I'm, I'm imagining just a bunch of scrumps now. Like, I can't imagine non-scrump goblins, right? Mm-hmm. So everyone just, just you know, lining up in a, in a formation going, All right, ready! Defense! Buns out, gentlemen! Yeah. And then just this yeah. crowd of butts twerking towards, like, war. I'm gonna stab him in the face. Now I'm gonna stab him in the face. We're gonna need a fan <laughs> art of that, guys. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> the scrump battle lines. So just to, uh, because I was straining to hear, I know she was saying that it's two rests before the ritual. What mm. time and day did she want us to meet us at the west entrance? The same day as the ritual, or was it sooner? Yes, the day of the ritual at the West Gate. So we have two rests. Tinsley. Tinsley. Mm. Mm. What's her name? Wait, wasn't she with... um, She was Nick. With Nick, I think. Yes. Tinsley oh, Nick. yeah. No, Tinsley. Oh, yep. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I think Tinsley was was murdered. So but t- Tinsley's out of game. Tinsley's pretty crafty, though. Like she she was she was a pretty crafty bitch. So who knows? That's that's true. That's true. But it was mentioned that um, she was being protected by gods. So I mean, maybe maybe not. We won't know. But nonetheless, this is the best plan I've got. I have nothing beyond this. It's well, I'm at I'm at the end. So then, what is the plan? What the plan is? We gather as many allies as we can over the next two days, and then we just show up with a mini army at the gate. Well, we gather as many allies as we can to protect everyone in the city. Then we stop the 12 saints from being sacrificed. Hopefully, because it's in the Dorelium Institute and we have our mage friend, uh, whose name I have written down, but is over here somewhere. Um, his name was... Mm. 
Uh, Velner. Right. Um, Velner will be able to help us there. We stop the 12 saints from being sacrificed. And then we confront the Crimson Herald. I think you're muted there, bud. Am I? Ooh. I hear you. I hear you. Oh, wait, oh, I, I, not. I accidentally turned my sound off. No. Mm. <laughs> no, pay attention will help. This is very important. He's still he's still in deep thought right now. Mm-hmm. Deep thought, very deep thought. Mm-hmm. Well, maybe we can ask Park to help us contact some of these people. Yes. Mm. There's also Mars was working on something when we left him. He said well, he was close to answer. Maybe he has come up with something that can help us. Okay. All right. Well, uh, to make things especially difficult for whatever deity happens to be watching over us, um, why don't, um, Oksana, why don't you speak to Mars and see what you can find? Um, Scrump, can you contact your family? On it. Um, Wilhelm. Yes. We need the band of liars on our side to get his word to get word out to as many of our allies as we can. Can I count on you? I'll do what I can. It's a impossible situation we find ourselves in. Wilhelm, yes. tell them to look for the forest in the city. I was told that my clan, what is left of us, they are there. They will come to our aid if they know. And, um, and V, Mm. I think, um, you and I should be the ones to go to Dog's Breath to see if we can drum up perhaps some of your old allies and some of the more unscrupulous people we know. Survival of the fittest, after all, is still survival. We could do that, yes. All right, well, let's rest out the rest of the night. We will head out in the morning and reconvene at sundown. I don't know. I kind of want to wait here for Sicarius. But maybe... We don't have time to wait forever. If he's not with us by the morning, we have to assume the worst. I'm gonna need a hand in here. Wilhelm, it's time to cook. And Scrub kind of like ties a little apron on. He's like, <laughs> very serious. So you guys are still outside the manor at this point. Yeah, you get a yeah. slight smirk out of Wilhelm. <laughs> <laughs> Only because he knows what's coming. <laughs> Basil's going. Oh, sorry. Yes. I can't say it's going to be all right, but I can tell you that if we're we're alive at the end of this, it will be. I want to believe that. We have to. 
He's just thinking about the kids right now, man. Mm-hmm. <laughs> he's he's mm-hmm. fucked up. You were saying something, Basil? Um, yeah, Basil is um, Basil is also deep in thought and uh, waits a few moments to see if there is any sign of Sicarius. When oh, oh yeah, I'm sorry. I'll wait with I'll wait with you. She's kind of like on her. Yeah, we're still waiting. Yeah, I, I think mean, we all. I, I think like, we all like we've all kind of said that moment of like, okay, we need to go get ready, and then none of us have moved. We've all just sat there doing the exact same thing. Yeah, I mean, in reality, like, sure, Sicarius is sus, but also like he's been with us for so long. Like, mm-hmm. I'm like, he's yeah. worried he's legit dead. Yeah, I was just gonna say, Oksana's like twisting her sword, just like stabbing the ground. She's like. I feel guilty for doubting him. After you all, you all stand in relative silence. Waiting. Staring towards the gazebo. Another 10 minutes pass. 20. Oh my god. (laughs) 30. Scrump eventually gets tired of waiting and heads into the manor. An hour goes by. (sighs) Wilhelm eventually joins him. Two hours goes by. At this point, it's now 2 a.m. You son of a bitch, Rob. <laughs> Basil. Basil. Basil's probably the most logical one to sort of go, this is about as long as I can wait before I, you know, need, need to go. Um, so Basil will um, kind of look like he wants to say something to comfort V or and Oksana and will... Instead, just turn and walk back in to get some sleep. Basil leaves, leaving only V and Oksana left. When he leaves, V, uh, Oksana will kind of turn to look at V. And she'll say, You'll know. I have decided to hope for best. That he is well. And he has infiltrated and he will come to our aid when we need him. Or maybe then, he succeeded. I think he would come back gloating if that were case. <laughs> he still and might then come back. If he does... Let me talk to him. You let him know. And she'll like give you a little... like. Uh, pat on your shoulder and then she'll say I will talk to Mars in morning I suspect he's sleeping good night don't stay too much longer Mm. good night Oksana good night and she'll go off to bed he will probably wait just a like 15 20 minutes longer uh, and then uh, start to turn to to head in. Okay. 
V, as you finally come to terms with the fact that Sicarius probably isn't coming back, you let out a sigh before turning and heading back into the manor. And that's where we're going to take a short rest for the evening. Son of a bitch. Damn it, Rob. Son of a bitch. <laughs> How do you know I'm not dead on the floor? She's... You're, You're too happy. You, you, you better be. Crying. You better be dead on the floor. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah exactly. You better be dead. <laughs> I always laugh at character deaths, haven't you? Uh, for the record, <laughs> Will, he does. No, Wilhelm absolutely dead. believes that he's dead. <laughs> like for sure, thinks he's mm. dead. With that said, folks, we are going to take a short bio break for the evening. Thank you for so much for sticking around as long as you have. We always, always appreciate it. Um, if you have any questions on chat that are not spoilers, uh, then go ahead and drop them down. We answer it as soon as we get back from our break. Uh, but uh, give us a couple minutes, probably only five, ten minutes. And we will be back shortly. So go get your apple juices. Go get your orange juices. Go get your... Scrump pops. Scrump pops, sure. I was going to say betrayal juices, but whatever. <laughs> and we will be back after a very quick break. We'll see you all real soon. And dead. we are you back, are. ladies and gentlemen. Um, apparently, my players have been yelling at each other the entire time while we were off screen. With true. that said, uh, we did have a couple questions that came in. Uh, first and foremost, uh, doop a doop a doo. Uh, question for Dave: Are headphones off moments some of your favorite as a DM? Uh, yeah, I mean it's. I always saw Mercer do the thing where he gets up when an insight roll is checked or or something along those lines. Uh, where he'll walk over to the player and whisper into their ear, and I thought, how do I accomplish that? over a you know over a call kind of thing so headphones moments are are probably my favorite because it allows me to kind of reveal a lot more than uh, than i would to a particular character and plus it leaves my other players guessing for an entire week in terms of what exactly happened and most of the time they hate me for it no you don't hate you I just ask Elvi and she tells me everything. <laughs> yeah, I mean, that's, that right, yeah. makes sense. Well, no, I know you're lying now because I know Elvi's probably asleep by now. Uh, question for all the players. On a scale of 1 to 10 with 10 being, oh my fucking God, stress, how anxious is your character right now? Uh, we'll start with Wilhelm. Wilhelm's at like... I mean, this is probably one of the most stressful situations he's been in. because he So 10, because he is powerless to help kids mm -hmm. which is like one of his biggest fears so. uh v's probably a solid 10 although i would say she is a high functioning anxiety person so you wouldn't know <laughs> but uh she's also got celine uh most likely at the orphanage um and she's this this is yeah probably the most intense thing she's ever had to deal with uh, just because there's so many stakes. It's not just one. It's like so many people's lives. It's a whole stake. cow. Yeah. Yeah. Basil? Yeah. Basil's probably... Actually, you know what? To be honest, Basil's probably only at a six or a seven. Only because 
Only because Basil spent his childhood in a book of nightmares. I mean, he lived he lived with stress, and eventually, I think he's just like kind of become numb to a lot of it. So this is Over definitely exposure therapy. Yeah, I think this is still very, very, very stressful. Like this is the most stressed you will ever find Basil since that era, um, for sure. But that's why his first plan was to come up with a plan. You know, we need to deal with this. And he hasn't even brought up the fact that, like, how he's feeling about his mom being caught or anything like that. Because, you know, again, like, that's just how he compartmentalizes. He logics his way through things so he doesn't have to just embrace what he's feeling. Because that's how, you know, Child Basil dealt with everything. Pushing everything aside and coming up with the next thing to survive. Right on. Scrum? Uh, I mean, I think it's... I give him about a six as well, but it's it's mainly he's focused on contacting his dad. He's not a big fan of it. Um, it's not any sort of like parental pressure. It's just like, Ugh, I guess, you know. <laughs> okay, Oksana. <laughs> Oksana might have been at like a solid six for a minute, but she's very quickly like, well, I will do my best and that's all. You know what I mean? Like... Worrying about it's not going to help. Not sleeping is not going to help. So she'll go to bed. She'll wake up tomorrow. She'll do her best. Okay, fair enough. What about you, Sicarius? Oh, definitely a 10. (laughs) Fair, fair enough. Fair enough. That's a good sign. (laughs) Jess is at a 10. Uh, (laughs) Okay, without, without revealing anything, question for Rob. Are you nervous or having an absolute blast? Yes. Good call. Good call. <laughs> good answer. Yep. Good call. Good question. Well done. Uh, okay. And that's all the... Qu- oh, Elvi, you're back. Thank God. I thought you fell asleep. Like. Hopefully you enjoyed your ice cream. Um, with that said, let's go ahead and uh, jump back into tonight's episode. Hold on. Let me uh, let me just quickly do this. Uh, Uh-oh. Let's go ahead and do this, and we will do this. Okay. The sun shines through your windows, revealing another typical day. You all awake, feeling well-rested, at first, feeling as usual. For the gravity of the situation takes hold once again. You all have a lot to do today. Making your way out of your beds, you shuffle down towards the kitchen area. Wilhelm naturally waking up slightly before all of you to start preparing breakfast. He has most of it prepared already. As you all sit down at the table, what would you all like to do? Uh, I'd like to, uh, I guess, kind of do a bit of a semi-flashback to last night while these guys were waiting for Sicarius. Uh, Wilhelm and Scrump returned into the kitchen, and uh, Scrump kind of like looking at Wilhelm and Wilhelm nodding back. They knew exactly what to do, you know? So yeah, Scrub got to get out the the container and they started mixing all sorts of like yeasts and sugar and sorts of ingredients and 
as these guys were coming inside, you see here, he just hears Grump being like, it's perfect. And they pick up this like rocket, almost looks like something you'd make in like grade seven home ec. And uh, <laughs> uh, he holds up, Grump's like, we're fired in the morning. The wind drafts usually go the best then. And you just see like these guys are just kind of like, what the hell? And Scrump kind of walks around with this. <laughs> All right. Rocket. So, so Scrump's yeah, they, walking they around with a. Yeah, Scrum's walking around with a homemade rocket. That's not terrifying mm-hmm. at all. Yeah, okay. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> kitchen's in a bit of a disarray and the ingredients might be a little lacking. Fair. Okay. As you all sit down to begin to enjoy... Enjoy your meal the best you possibly can. Not long after, <laughs> Mars comes in to join you. Huh. Ugh. You all got in pretty late last night. Where, where's Sicarius? He didn't. He didn't make it back yet. Oh, I hope everything's all right. So do we. So do we. But we won't know till later, I suppose. I understand. Well, hopefully I could offer some good news this morning. I finally think I figured out the ritual. I am happy to share it. Yes, first please thing, do. Yeah, okay. The, the first thing that I noted... Uh, oh, man! Oh... I tell yeah. you, I sleep like a brick around here. As <laughs> Jed walks in through the doors, he seems to be wearing nothing more than a uh, than a seemingly a house coat that remains completely open at this point. Oh, Jed! Hey, Jed! Nice package. Hey, Jed! You know about space, right? He holds I mean, up the rocket. I know about some stuff in space. What are you looking for? I, I got it mostly figured out. You should come out around noon. We're going to fire this baby off. It'll be sweet. Oh, hell yeah. We're going to blast some rockets. You should see this thing, Jed. It goes after the orbit and it goes, and there's glitter and, and sparkles. It's crazy. You know, I got something to admit, Scrum. I agreed with you for a long time. Uh-huh. Oksana was Scrum's clearly... Just eye contact with his package the whole time. <laughs> <laughs> I always thought that Oksana was the smartest of them all. But clearly, you got something going on, my friend. Well, thanks, Jed. Yes, Lord of Horses. <laughs> you made yourself laugh at that? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> no, I was no, laughing at said, me. Thanks, <laughs> Jed's penis. <laughs> you literally fucking thanked his dong. okay (sighs) yeah well I got a rocket of my own well help what's for breakfast I've uh, prepared a quiche for everyone but there's sadly no cheese despite my incessant telling of grump that cheese is not a propellant he insisted to apply it to his strange contraption. Yeah, of course. It's for the payload. I keep telling you, it's for the payload. Yeah, the cheese is the big bang, Wilhelm. I gotta agree with Scrump on this one. 
Anyway, there's some sun-dried tomatoes on the side. And he just like, puts a plate <laughs> Jed kind of plops himself down at the table. Well, you look so like. What's the word I'm looking for? Uh, not upset, but like, you know, upset, kind of, like a five out of ten. And where's Sicarius? What? We don't know. What do you mean you don't maybe know? Maybe he has died. Maybe he has betrayed us. Maybe he has infiltrated organization. We will see. You know, I think I know what happened to Sicarius. What do you think? I don't know how you would know that, but please. Well, let please, him talk. Come on. Let him talk. In, oh, in fairness, between you and I, I've probably spent the most time with Sicarius out of anybody else around here. He did teach him the stinky leg. I He's did teach him the it. stinky leg. And that leads into it. Scrump, you're a genius, damn. Mm-hmm. I think, mm-hmm. I think what happened is that Sicarius went out dancing. He went out dancing. Had a couple drinks. Maybe met a lovely lady. Lovely boy. I don't know what he's into. But he probably had a good night out. He's probably just getting his rocks off. I don't know. He is with Crimson Herald. She does not seem like dancing type. I'm sorry. He's with the Crimson Herald. As far as we know. Oh, come on, man. You guys left him alone with the Crimson Herald? You know that's his daughter, right? Yes, we know. That is why I said maybe he betrayed us. Maybe he is dead. Maybe he is infiltrating organization. Maybe he is dancing. It is smaller possibility. I like to... I like to remember Sicarius as the kind, gentle soul that he was. The individual who really cared about the rest of everybody else. And, you know, went out and danced his, his heart away over the night. And then hooked up with his daughter, not in that way, but... How sweet yeah. the sound. And then, and then he went on... To change the world as we know it. He, he would solve hunger. And then he went on to find the bones between this world and the next. He's probably with Banjo's guy right now. Well, uh, uh, Scrump, you yeah. are a very powerful horse lord, but singer, I don't know. Please stop. <laughs> I disagree. You have a voice of an angel, Scrump. Thanks, guys. Thanks, Oksana. You're welcome. <laughs> Scrub, please don't polish your rocket at the kitchen table. Ah, sorry. Almost <laughs> takes an eye out. Yeah. Uh, was not expecting a eulogy this morning. We yeah. were waiting to hear uh, some good news from Mars. Yes. Who's Mars again? Oh yeah, the small guy, the Babbit. Right, Babbit. Mm. Yes. Mm. Well. All right, I'm shutting up now. Oh, okay. Um. <laughs> okay. <laughs> this poor guy. You fully derailed yourself, Dave. Just, just stay yeah, remember definitely. that that it yeah. wasn't us this it's time. It's fine. It's like Jed is like the the cameo of this sitcom. He kind of just walks in, and everybody cheers, and they're all like, "Woo!" And live in front of a studio audience. 
Now I'm pretty sure Jed is is filler so that he can time a perfect uh, cliffhanger is what Jed is. <laughs> <laughs> you think I'm that good, Bobby? Come on. I to you well done. Give you some credit. I appreciate that. I appreciate that. Uh yes. So uh like I was saying, the ritual has a number of components that are attached to it. First, there needs to be an awakening, uh, a, a divine presence that that reaches out towards the, uh, I guess the, the ethereal to try and pull forth any gods that are that are listening. Uh, I, I, I'm sure that there's a certain way to uh, calibrate it, if you will. Aside from that, once the god awakens once again. He will be very hungry. He will need some type of sustenance. Oksana, I think this is where you fitted. Uh, the god seed, as it said. Something to nourish the gods. And then lastly, I and I think this is where your tobes come into play. It's hard to fully understand, but they seem to have two prime directives to it. Number one, to utilize the opening up of the gateway, the realm between realms, if you will, to the astral plane where the gods reside, or the dead gods reside, at our plane of existence. But I don't think that's all that they do. I think as well they play as a, a catalyst, if you will, like a, a storage of energy, a battery, that will allow the gods to or God, to fully regenerate after they've replenished themselves. Once all of those components are mixed together, well, in the words of our friend Wilhelm, it's it's a perfect cake. The recipe is done at that point. Any one of these elements thrown off should stop the ritual. Divine essence, the God seed, and the books. That is good news. That is three attempts for us. Yes. Three tries. It's at least a start. The one curious thing I've always wondered about, though, the books, as it's been described to me, hold individuals or entities inside of them. If that energy is drawn away somehow, perhaps the ritual would change or be stopped entirely. If the energy is removed from said battery, then there's no reason for caution at all. So that is that was my fear this whole time. So you're saying that if the entities are released from the book, it would stop the ritual. Well, it would ruin the uh, the collective of energy that's stored within the books. If you release it out into the world, 
that the books hold no power themselves. At least I, hypothetically speaking. Well, let us not even need to use that. I think we should either stop the sacrifice or knock over that basin with the with the god's seed in it so that... Well, then can they... Won't they just feed me to it or something like that? I mean, there is an option there. Well, if they are able to breach the gateway and the god is able to get through, then they would have an unlimited keg. An Oksana keg. No offense, Oksana. That's okay. Sounds delicious. I have to agree. <laughs> have y'all ever done keg stands before? I tell you, it's something else. We used to do those out on the astral plane. You know, because of the lack of gravity out there. We used to do the keg stands all the time. Jed. Hmm? We're going to need your help on this one. We're going to need everyone that we know to help. Because it looks like we found out that not only are they going to sacrifice these divine beings or... Uh, religious figures they're also going to murder half the city with the first sword as well so there's that um, and they've also threatened us personally uh, Basil's mother Wilhelm's orphanage and Oksana's uh, adoptive family you know what V say no more I know when it's time to get serious. I'm going to go put some pants on. And he stands up and leaves the table. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> this is serious. Yeah, right? Well, I think we know tomorrow is the day of the Harvest Moon Festival. I want to go. I think it's already implied that you're going, Scrub, from what I'm ah, hearing. Cool. <clears throat> is there anything further I can do to assist? Don't suppose you have an extra book up your sleeve. I only wish. So this is the spell that you decoded from the the scroll? Yes. To the best of my ability, this is how it works. Hmm. Do you have any idea how to, as you said, uh, Tap the batteries. Not being too familiar with the intricacies of the inner workings of the books themselves. The only way I could think of is finding a way to release these so-called sympaths. Not as much. If we release one, will it interrupt ritual? 
or do we need to release all? There is a potential that would work. But if... We only have the one. He's not a good one. I don't want to let him out. No, we... (laughs) I think, yes, no, we don't want that to happen. So I think we need our goal to be to make sure that no matter what, we stop this before it gets to that point. Okay, so we are stopping at um, the gateway stage, yes? Oh, wait. Awakening the Divine Presence. How do they do that? I have a feeling that is the sacrifice of the religious figures. Okay, I thought that was what it was eating. No, No. I'm what it was. Okay. The okay. blood in the you know the basin. There's going mm-hmm. to be a magical mm-hmm. basin. In the basin will be the god seed. Okay. Okay. What if we try to steal? Well, then he will just they will just kill the rest of the people. So we can't really steal these saints. Well, uh, that's yeah, the what point if of we evacuate? Can we evacuate this city? I don't know anyone with any authority. That would even listen to us. What if we just cause chaos? Yes, this is what I mean. What if we pretend we are on the loose? Basil, use your nightmares. I I mean, something of that scale is maybe a little bit beyond my abilities, but the even if we were to evacuate the city, not everyone would listen. I mean, Mm. that's a... I mean... Uh, just as a question, Dave, the um, the nightmare wolf that apparently terrorized this this town, of, uh, you know, a couple of days ago, you know, just you know that that you know people are seeing. How afraid of people? How afraid of it are people in the city generally? Uh, hard for you to tell inside the manor. Okay. You, um, you they were very scared at the time. Hmm. Okay. Mm, yeah, no. I, I I think trying to trying to get everyone to evacuate is is going to be harder. I think our current plan of having as many people in the city stand up and fight is mm. going to be. I mean, I think that's going to be at least a little bit more reasonable because we've already made friends with so many people. All right. Well, <clears throat> I I'm definitely seconding the plan of not um, awakening the creature and not releasing the uh, the sympath um, option of these options. And um, I think, for the time being at least, we have our our plans. Wait, I have one more question. Hmm. I don't know how open you can be, but. What is Vespera's intention? Is her intention to release uh, these entities, her entity at the very least, right at the top of the day? Or after we deal with everything? 
Um, I'm uncertain if there's a specific timing to it. Um, if what we've been led to believe is true, then at the earliest opportunity, she will give herself over to the Lady of Lust. So that is, that is, you know, I don't mean to uh, rain on everyone's parade, but, you know, that will be another issue because if we do decide to not, whether we deal with the Crimson Herald or not, she will have the power of a god. So we will have to worry about that wrath if we decide to not side with her. Well, I think that's an issue for once we arrive there. <laughs> yes, there's a lot of issues. Yes, yes, it's a big issue, though. That is pretty big one, I have to say. Right now, let's focus on the not having the world-ending god being released. All right. All right, well... Uh, you can see Basil hasn't touched his breakfast, but we'll thank the <laughs> chef anyway. <laughs> There, Bobby. He, he looks a little disappointed. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, Willa. Willem, this quiche, it is delicious. Thank you very much. She's had like Sorry, six. there's no cheese. <laughs> no problem. He really, he can't eggs. let it go. That there's no really, cheese. Really yeah. Just, yeah. Well, no, it's like egg, spinach, tomato. Yeah, that's the only reason why Basil hasn't eaten it, is because there's no cheese. Wow. That's why. Yeah, okay. Yeah. And that in in Wilhelm's head, that's why. And he yeah. can't let it go. <laughs> it's making him more and more upset with Scrump right now. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh. All right. Um, I guess Basil will go and prepare for the day. Yes. We all have our missions, I suppose. Well, I think I am done mine. I talk to Mars. Hmm. That's true. Good job, Oksana. Excellent. Work. Thank you. Want to, you want thank you. Blow up? Yes. Let's go. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Scrub gets up, carries his thing outside. <laughs> He's kind of like, Ugh. all right. Uh, as you all get up from the breakfast table, leaving to your respective areas, Wilhelm cleans up for a few moments. Uh, Wilhelm, what are you doing? That's a good question, uh, because I, I assume since I, I'm in with the Band of Liars, I would know where their like headquarters are, right? You would, yep. yep. So he's going to disguise himself um, and and go head there. Okay. V and so Basil, will, you're headed back down. will look like a tabaxi. Okay. V and Basil, you're, right. headed, uh, no. you're headed back down to, the, to Dog's Breath? Yep. Yep. Oh, we'll disguise ourselves before we go. Okay, fair enough. And uh, Scrump and Oksana, you're going to blow up a rocket. Yes. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Sounds <All> right. about <laughs> right. <laughs> all right, fair enough. As you all say your goodbyes for the day, heading off into your respective areas, V, Basil, and Wilhelm finding their way towards the gazebo and walking through one by one. Fee and Basil. You find yourself in what V would recognize a very familiar place. 
just two blocks away from where you first met. You begin to walk down the cobbled stone streets, passing the fateful alley that V followed a younger Basil down. You continue to move onward. Before you find yourself in front of a little tavern, the morning sunlight gleaming off the windows, and a large sign at the very front that reads the squeaky wheel. I miss this place. Some fond memories? As fond as they can be. It's where I would spend a lot of my time when the ship would dock. Do you think your associates will help us? We can try. I mean, that's the best we can do. They might laugh at me, think I'm crazy. Talking end of the world gods. Never thought Fee would come with these problems. Mostly just pirates and things like that. Yes, and I mean, of course pirates know nothing of tall tales or anything like that, so uh, I'm sure this bunch will be very malleable to the idea. Is that sarcasm, Basil? No. <laughs> <laughs> Okay. All right. We're in a feisty <laughs> mood today. All right. Do you think we can work together today, Basil? Yes. No, we can. I was just making jest. At some point or another, when the world is about to end, levity just seems like what you need when you're squaring down against something of this magnitude. Mm. Yes. But, um,. Before we go in, there is something I do wish to get off my chest. All right. Um, when, when last we spoke, you told me that you did not wish for me to protect you. Mm-hmm. Yes. I'm not going to be listening to you. I have thought long and hard of it. And, um, well, quite frankly, someone very wise told me something that I needed to hear. And that is my life, my choice. With us careening ever closer to what might be an eventuality where my decisions might be wrested from me by the Nightmare King, it is all the more imperative that I decide what I do with my life. And I do not wish for you to come to harm. But do not mistake that for me putting myself in harm to save you. We are working together, as we always have. And we work best when we are 
in sync. I've felt over the last few battles, we've, I don't know, maybe, maybe been distant. And I, I want, I want to make sure that this attempt at saving the world is my best attempt. And I can't do that if I'm trying to keep myself safe. You can't do that. Yeah. You you know what, Basil? Let's air this out right now. You can't do that if your focus is on trying to save me all the time. Well, I can't focus on saving a city. I can't even fathom saving a world. What I can do is I can focus on saving one person. That is something manageable. That is something I am capable of. And I'm sorry, I'm not the Crimson Herald, okay? I cannot crush a human being's skull with my bare hand. I can barely make my book float in the fucking air. What I have is I have the ability to make people slightly anxious around me. And most of the time, I'm not sure if that's the power of my book or just the fact that people around me feel that way. I don't... I don't want it, Basil. But I do. Because. And what about me, Basil? What about me? What about, what about, let's go back to the other time. Imagine I woke up at the gazebo and you didn't come back. What about me? Do you ever think for one second why I asked you not to protect me? Why I asked you to focus on protecting yourself? Because maybe, maybe the reality is that I don't want the reality that you don't exist in it. Basil takes a, a moment and a step back. He says, well, that's, well, that's exactly how I feel. That's why I, I put myself in these situations, because whether or not you like it, we are both people careened by destiny towards a, a fate of violence and, 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 and injury. And, and I don't want to be in a world where I am without you. And, well, here we are, both of us doing something that is going to get us both likely injured, killed, maimed, mangled, whatever. So what then? We focus on keeping ourselves safe? We, I don't know, put your boat to the Astral Sea and leave this all behind? You know we can't do that. It is not a perfect world, and we cannot just focus on keeping each other safe, but neither can we abandon the fact that we have to have each other's back. I... I have your back. I always will. And I'll always have yours. I just prefer it if you didn't keep putting your life on the line and also that brings up the fact 
I don't know how open you can be about this. And I, I know, I know, Wilhelm was giving me the eyes and stuff. But if it comes down to it, if it comes down to it, you cannot release the Nightmare King. If it comes down to it, Basil, you you tell me. You tell me it's time. There's no other way. Basil will nod and say, when that time comes, I know. I have faith that you will know what to do. You always have. And Basil will move in and hug V. Aww. She will return one of the very few hugs that she's ever given in her whole life. <laughs> and... I'm Basil... Kidding. I'm, wow. kidding, I'm and, kidding, I'm kidding, I'm kidding. And it's at that point that you notice that Wilhelm is standing roughly 12 feet away from you guys, pretending yeah. <laughs> to stir a pot. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> as, upon team. being noticed, you also <laughs> notice a small red crab that seems to be walking along the street going, sha la 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 la. <laughs> I'm imagining as Wilhelm walks away, Petunia's just sitting there, just like, <laughs> Full stare. <laughs> Just ignore Sakari's right. advice. Jeez. <laughs> We're gonna go in. Yeah. All right. As you breathe, <clears throat> as you breach through the threshold of the squeaky wheel, Basil, you're put off for a moment. As you see what would be the equivalent of a medieval dive bar. <laughs> you can see quite a few individuals still passed out. Some of them bloody after a night's fight. A mess all around. Nothing's been cleaned. And a very large individual standing behind the bar that seems to be counting money on the counter. You can see his shimmering scales on a relatively large, bulky individual. What you would both recognize as a dragon folk. Guys, v, out of game, would... this is some sort of like roadhouse, and you can get Swayze like we're good. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> <laughs> Do I um, recognize this bartender? Like, you would uh, immediately personally? recognize them personally as mm -hmm. a friend, a contact, and someone that gives you booze. Yeah. Um, name? Can I have the name before we go this into is, this? This is Glas Ross. Okay. Uh, uh, as soon as route. we... Uh, <laughs> enter the uh as soon as we enter the tavern v's like personality completely takes a 180 and she's like hello like she kicks the door open and she's like it's me i'm back 
everybody. Glass Ross, hello, my friend. And oh, <laughs> Mia, it's good to see you again. What? Bobby, what? you're not here. <laughs> I'm, I'm so sorry, but aren't you disguised? Oh, fuck yeah, you're right. <laughs> <laughs> just saying, I'll leave. Uh, Basil, Basil's just standing there looking at you. <laughs> just like, what are you doing? Mm. Uh, whatever, it's too late. <laughs> I'm, let's just retroactively say that you dropped the disguise as you walked in. Okay, sure. Yeah. Um, v would probably feel safe amongst these people anyways, so uh, we'll say that. Uh, she'll walk over to Glassross and um, give him like their little secret handshake, you know, like that. I can't do it myself. Like, you know, <laughs> I can't do it to myself, but you get it. Better with two. <laughs> oh, V. Oh, you sea drench wench. It's always good to see you again. Where have you been the last few days? You've oh. missed a lot of money. A lot of money? Yes, there has been bets and uh, gold has been spilling out everywhere. Did you save any for me? Of course I didn't. <laughs> <laughs> it was worth a shot anyways. You wouldn't... Allow me to get you and your friend to drink here. Please, your best. I know he'll love it. Come over uh, here. Is Bethel still in disguise or no? Um, I will drop the disguise, I guess. <laughs> it's all right, Basil. We're safe here. We're safe here. Okay. Um, hello. <laughs> um, this is Basil. Basil. This is Basil. <laughs> he is one of my newest friends, as he so eloquently always puts. So, and he's, he's, what's your favorite drink, Basil? I don't even know. I I don't drink. I know. Just pick one. It's part of the experience. Um, Fire okay. whiskey it is. <laughs> Put it there, chum. And he holds uh, out his ba- hand to shake your hand. Uh, Basil reaches out his arm, um, stupidly not re- realizing it's the arm that was recently like squeezed like super hard. So as he does so uh, and grab the hand, there's just this, you know, even though it's healed, there's just this wince of like, yep. Mm-hmm. My, my, you're strong. Um. Yes, I am. <laughs> he looks at V for a moment. This is your friend. She'll lean in and say, yes, what do you think? Three fire whiskeys it is then. <laughs> you're in for a treat. Just brewed grandmother's old recipe. Fantastic. He leaves for a moment, comes back swiftly with bottle, smashing it down on the table as well as three glasses. Uh, V will take it and pour all three in a really like bartender s style. She'll flip the bottle and do a nice little end, you know. Like, <laughs> you haven't lost it at all, my friend. Well, here's to good health or a quick death. Good health or quick death? Down the hatch, then. <laughs> as he pops it back. Mm. It's fine, Basil. <laughs> <laughs> mm. 
Not a fan of the fire whiskey then, eh, Beryl? <laughs> Is it supposed to burn like that? Yes! <laughs> You'll learn Very one nice. day. <laughs> and is he one of the crew members on your ship, V? No. I uh, mean... Not surprised. Yeah. <laughs> what drags your sorry ass in here this morning? Well, it's a bit of a... It's a bit of a dire situation. It always uh, is. Mm, this one is a little more dire than usual. Uh, and V will look around, like, what's the situation in the bar? Is it, like, really, like, a lot of people talking? Like, do they need to go somewhere else? Or is there enough talking that no one's really listening? Uh, most of them are unconscious. <laughs> Great. Uh, V will just say, well, you're not going to believe me. Let's just start with that. When do I ever? <laughs> Look, I haven't always been honest, but I'm giving you my word. I'm being honest now. Right? Okay, V. Okay, all right. So we we have we have a problem. Basil and I and some other friends of ours. There is someone coming to the city on the Harvest Festival, and their plan is to hurt a lot of people in the city. And by a lot, I mean a lot, a lot, a lot. And by hurt, I mean murder. So we're trying to stop that. We're also trying to stop something else that's happening that's even more mind-blowing. Uh, someone, that same person, is trying to release a terrifying god known as the Butcher. So, for whatever reason, we have found ourselves to be the people who are trying to stop this, and we need help. Let me get this straight. <clears throat> there is an individual that's coming to the city to murder a fair amount of people to release some horrible gods onto the rest of the world. Correct. I have only one question, V. That's a hundred less than I thought. Yes. How hard do you think you can tug at my balls before I squeal? <laughs> How do I convince you? <laughs> How do I convince you that I'm telling you the truth? This is, this is, I, I know it sounds outrageous. It really does. But hear me out. If you do nothing and my friend and I fail, how sorry will you feel when all of this comes to be? Well. What what have you got to lose in helping us? The worst thing that happens is nothing happens and you stand there and enjoy the festival. There is that. Uh, the number of people that we're expecting I'll probably make some good gold from it what makes you so sure that this is the case <laughs> I 
we've seen it. We've seen this woman. She almost, she almost killed me herself. V, I have watched many, many nights. A number of people try and kill you. Yes, and doesn't that say something? That she was close? No, it says that you're a very killable person, most likely. Basil's quietly nodding in the corner. (laughs) (laughs) See? Notice that too. Bosom gets it. It's, It's Basil. Ah, yes, of course. Basil, apologies. It's quite all right. <laughs> what do I have to do to convince you? How much gold do you have? Oh. Uh, v opens up her inventory and pulls out two gold and slides <laughs> it over. <laughs> I told you we needed money. Basil... I don't know how many men I can get for two gold, V. Perhaps, if I may, do you have any water? Water? Like from the ocean? (laughs) Okay, that's fine. Good sir, bartender. I implore you that what your... What Alf, what V is trying to say is in fact true, and I can certainly prove it for certain. And I'm going to, at this point, just take a deep breath in. And as I do, I'm going to channel my nightmare powers. And what I want to do is I want to try and recreate a illusionary vision within 30 foot using a combination of my silent uh, magic spells, my cloak of flies, and uh, my um, my shadow fear. Uh, pardon me, uh, my shadow fear aura. Um, what I want to do is I want to show a vision of the butcher, uh, like one of those dead gods, basically ripping through the town, eating people from the streets. Uh, people screaming, fire, brimstone, rains of, you know, basically your apocalypse scenario. But I want to create it so that the people in the bar, even the people who aren't, you know, like, I mean, I imagine this is just full of skullduggery people. Um, it's basically like the walls of the bar fall apart to reveal this as the scenescape around us. Okay, go ahead and make an int- intimidation check for me. Um, I have, let's see. I think I get advantage because of my flies. I do. Yeah. Nice. Never mind. I got a natural 20 with a 26. Very nice. As the illusion begins to cascade over top of the bar, you watch a few of the ruffians that were passed out or nearly passed out begin to get up and and scatter and run out the door. You hear them cry out in fear, some of them whispering prayers to gods that don't exist. One individual, a scrawny um, small man, begins to run past you. I think I shit my pants. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, all right, all right, call off the dogs. 
Uh, I'll leave it on for a little bit longer, as I say. This is not a matter of wealth or money. If we do not protect the citizens here, with your help and the help of the others we reach out to, this is the fate that befalls us all. Money is worthless over a mound of burning flesh. All right, you have my attention. What do you ask? I'll have everything sort of cut to black, and then as the light sort of resumes in the room, it's now returned to the tavern. V? Well, as you can see, things have changed a lot since we last saw each other. Uh, we would ask maybe if you and as many people as you can gather could just be stationed around the festival to protect the citizens and keep an eye out for the first sword or any sort of rough housing that starts to happen because it sounds like the plan is these first sword individuals are going to come and just slaughter a bunch of people randomly so I can't tell you exactly who or what or exactly where but it will be during the festival so most likely the people who are in attendance at the festival wait so this entire time you've just been asking for a good old scrap Yes. Why didn't you say that in the first place? <laughs> I'll gather the boys. Not a problem. We'll be in Logan Square. That's... It means a lot. And if I survive this, I'll owe you one. Ah, you already owe me four. I do. <laughs> Can I have that two gold back? <laughs> you need it more than I, my friend. <laughs> Thank you. We'll be there. Suits ready and knuckles cracked. Do be careful. They are... They are strong. We are stronger. <clears throat> and V, between the two of us... Mm-hmm. You could have asked for anything. I was just fucking with you. <laughs> <laughs> Oh you this is why I love you and this is this is this is why this is why I come here Basil this this is a good person right here Basil uh laughs uh he he doesn't under he still has very little grasp of things like friendship so he's just like ah <laughs> he uh he slaps the uh the dragonborn on the arm like quite hard like you know like like kind of like he was trying Jesus. the whole buddy thing and then realizes his mistake. <laughs> and his the face inside. immediately goes stoic and looks over at his arm. Oh, just I. <laughs> uh, it's just hmm. it's it. He's new to this. He's he's new here. You have to f- forgive him. Give him a couple sea legs. He'll be fine eventually. Mm. We'll see you tomorrow, V. See you tomorrow, and thank you for the shot. Mm. Wilhelm (laughs) as you apparate once more you find yourself inside of a familiar spot what looks to be 
the headquarters of the Band of Liars. You begin to walk down a familiar hallway headed towards the council's chamber. When you see a familiar face, Wilhelm, I didn't expect you here. Why are you not back at the manor? Deborah? Who is this? It's Pluck. Is it Pluck? Is it yeah. Pluck? Okay. <laughs> I need you to um, gather the council. We have much to discuss. I, I prefer if you told me what was happening first, if you're comfortable doing so. Insight check. Go ahead, make an insight check. We've been too trusting of Pluck, guys. I don't know. This is the kind of shit. It's a 16. Plugs everywhere. Plus 5, 21. 21. He looks relatively concerned. You would assume that it's most likely for your well-being. But he does seem to be attentive. Betraying son of a bitch. Um, since we're running low on time, I see for the sake of brevity, he will explain the current situation. Uh, followed by it is an impossible situation. We find ourselves in pluck. Can Give up the book, which may or may not postpone the death of our loved ones. Whilst condemning the lives of the people in the city, and likely far more in time. Or we could take the book, run, hide, assumably for the rest of our lives, and temporarily forego an apocalypse that would be the end of us all. Yes, of course, that uh, seems to be a uh, concern. The council is meeting as we speak on other matters, but I'm happy to relay the information back to him. He will furrow his brow at Pluck. Do you not understand the gravity of this situation. Oh, yes, no, absolutely. The the gravity of said situation. I I will absolutely relay the the message back to the council. He kind of glances back towards the double set of double doors a mere 30 feet away. He pushes Pluck to the side. And like gives him one more look of like are you fucking kidding me? And he's going to storm through those doors. Okay. Pluck tries to stop you, but being your bulking size, you're easily able to overpower him. You find yourself crashing through the doors, interrupting yes. the council in the me- in the middle of the meeting. A few yes. of them standing up in regards to it. What is the meaning of this? Sorry, Dave. One second. What's going on, Nate? He's there. Yes. For some reason, you can't hear Dave. Okay, got it. (laughs) 
Nate is also gone on my screen. And from the call. Oh, we can see Nate. We can see Okay. Him. Wait, he's I... He's not on screen, but he's in our chat. Wait, I don't see him. I... Oh, oh there he goes for us. Okay. All right. We'll That's figure that so out weird. in a second. As you crash right. through the doors, interrupting the meeting of the council, one stands up. What is the meaning of this? What is the meaning of this indeed? What have you all been doing? Are you paying attention to what's happening out there? Wilhelm? Yes, Wilhelm. We've been informed of no major incidences. He's going to look back at Pluck. As you look back, Pluck is gone. Fucking knew it, motherfucker. Gentlemen, you're going to want to sit down. We are sitting. Um, and again, I'm looking at the time, and I apologize for that, but for the sake of brevity... We'll then explain what's been happening and what's coming up. And there goes Dave. Hey, guys. Careful, can't you plan? What's up? <laughs> oh, no. We lost our DM. Dad's gone! <laughs> oh. Dad's back. Don't worry. Uh. We're about to play. Fucking knew it, Pluck. And we never questioned Pluck. And of course Dave is going to fucking pull that rug. Can't question Pluck. He literally helped us bury Greenmore. Yeah. I mean, that's I what I'm saying. Him. We didn't question him, and it's an issue. Anyway, anyway, anyway. I did. You oh. question everyone. <laughs> As the council listens to your story, some of them sighing and gasping at the same time, clearly the first time they've been privy to any of this information. The head of the council, sitting at the front of the table, stands. If what you say is true, there's not much time to spare. We will speak to Pluck, but know that you have our support. The Band of Liars, albeit we do not agree with the systematic oppression of the city, we wish to see it stand at the end of the day. I wish you the best of luck in tracking Pluck down. I'll also need an envoy need to seek out the forest in the city. I would have a message written for them to deliver. We are aware of the group known as the forest in the city. Our ties, albeit loose, are favorable. I have a good feeling they'll listen. It's one of their own who calls for them. 
we would agree. And Wilhelm, our sincerest apologies. We wish we would have known sooner. As do I. He looks like disappointed in them as well as he turns around and as he's walking out, I'll be in contact should anything further arise. You can hear them already muttering to one another as you close the door behind. Making your way back down the hallway towards the teleportation circle. You stand for a moment, looking down towards Petunia as she looks up with you, tongue out and a smile on her face. As the two of you vanish once again. And Pluck saved his dog, man. So that's a tough, that's a complex little issue there. That's <laughs> And his own life too, I guess. Mm-hmm. But mostly he saved the dog. <laughs> and considering we don't have Nate, we'll have to uh, get to the explosion of the rocket next time. Noise. But Sigarius. <gasps> yes. Hey. Cheeky little fucker. <laughs> As you sit in an unmarked room, preparing yourself for the day, a voice first rings out in your mind before an image apparates directly in front of you. The familiar vestige of Priscilla stands before you. <laughs> Be happy, man. My love, you've kept your oath. You've done what needed be done. But your battle is far from over. There are those that seek to destroy our family. And they call for vengeance as well. So those that we praise Mm -hmm. offer a gift for what's to come. Sicarius, you have drawn the strength card. (laughs) Be happy. And so, for the next day to come, your strength has increased to 20. That fucking grin, you... You're muted. I know, but but I think it was funnier watching Raina just muted. Just I know, right? It's better. It's better this way. Yeah, for sure. That was the most 
most evilest smile I've ever seen come off of Rob. It was legit, like, what? mad Game, scientist. These have always been negative. I'm just happy it was a positive one. Okay. I'm muting myself again. You are. Oh yeah, no. Powers. Powers makes a film. Powers. Powers makes a good point. It only you only get the increase if you're wearing the wig. It's very much a David and Goliath, Samson kind of thing. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. All right. I want to say I, I'm, I'm I not. I can wear the wig for this. I'm just not a problem. Yeah. Well, my friends. Oh, the fan blowing it too. <laughs> With that said. We are coming to the end of the campaign. Will God be restored? Will the Sympaths take over as deities? Will Rob wear a wig? Those questions I can't answer for you right now. But what I can answer is next episode... We'll finally figure out what the temptation dice do. Oh, shit. But that, my friends, is going to be a story. Yeah, we are. We're fucked. For another day. Damn it. Tristan was the only one who didn't use them. (laughs) Damn it. I only used a few, so... We'll see if they're good or bad. We don't know. Actually, question. Yes. Grimoire used temptation dice, but Wilhelm technically never has. <laughs> true. Very true. So, uh, hang a on thing. a second. Let me see if I can get Nate back in here for. He's here. Goodbye. He's right. Yeah, there. but he's not on the screen because he's oh. got a new link, and there's I'll a say whole thing everything he says. It's fine. It's fine. I can figure it out. Give me a second. Translate, Bobby. Translate. <laughs> uh, Bobby, buy me some time. Hey, guys. Wow, what a crazy adventure it's been. Who would have thought? Pluck. What an asshole. Am I right? Careful, Cantrip <laughs> Platinum. Uh, man, we're coming up to the end of this this little adventure, and I gotta say, I saw it coming. No, you didn't. Episode three. I knew this was coming. <laughs> What's what the end of the campaign? The you knew the end of yeah, campaign episode, was coming at episode three. No, yeah, that Sicarius was absolutely going to betray us one. at some point. That's what I knew, but fair. <laughs> fair. What are you talking about? I'm captive. Sure, it's still left to be seen, uh, but is it though? Judging oh, look, by his facial as, expressions, I'd say it's in the bag. Yeah, look, as, uh, as, as, as soon as we found out about the whole daughter connection, it was like, ooh. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, I'm gonna have to kill Sicarius. <laughs> Listen, guys, I'm gonna lose. I, that's okay. You know, I'm just yeah. gonna have to waste my proficiency in Sicarius now, and that's gonna be very sad for me. You, know? you tried to play. Zicarius. All I'm saying, chat. All I'm saying is, remember next week, you do have dark hearts, and they could be mm-hmm. more important now than ever. And they'll be turned off. A reminder, though, and that dark hearts do not affect attack rolls. It but they only work on a why, do we, why do we need that reminder, it's, Dave? Because you're walking into some shit. That is true. Regardless but Dave, of- we're not good at D&D. 
Yeah, yeah, that's true. You you know what you guys should do? You should figure out how to play Baldur's Gate. This episode, not sponsored by Baldur's Gate, but it should be. So, (laughs) Lavarian, Leviathan, whatever the hell, Lacarius Studio, call me. Call. (gasps) You're not returning my calls. I mean, this is the problem we're having. Dave, (laughs) I would like to buy 17 smoke powder barrels. Uh, And some alchemist fire. Maybe. Maybe we'll talk about it. Campaign three. I have a plan and no one will see it coming. Fair. Oh, fair really? enough. Put smoke power bears on a backpack. We'll throw the backpack. You guys ever me? seen V for Vendetta? Yes. <laughs> I've seen V for... No, I'm not going to see that. <laughs> Is that what V stands for? Yes. By it has next time. the entire time. That's actually a really cool name. Vendetta. Mm. Yeah. Pretty sweet. Very Italian name. But you say it with like an yeah, an Italian or a French accent. Yeah. All right. Well, it has been an absolute pleasure as always, folks. Thank you so much for joining us for the evening. It has been a blast. Hopefully, you've enjoyed yourself uh in our our little uh, lead up to the finale of the campaign. Yes, next episode is most likely the end of our <laughs> adventures here. Crazy. So uh definitely want to be back next week to see all the fun that we're gonna have and totally laugh and have have a good time and just not have to worry about anything. <laughs> it's going to be fun. For all Rob, of you, us. Rob, you can't give yourself it. inspiration. All right. Well, Dag's trying to dog hurt me. <laughs> so I'm just <laughs> all the adventurers out there, whether finding yourself in an impossible predicament with your loved ones at stake, betrayed by an ally you thought you could so trust or walking into a buck naked gith yankee that might as well be a tripod I beg of you all one word of caution be careful out there you can trip guys we'll see you in the next one take care Bye bye. This cantrip is like a D and D thing. Pretty good. Jesus Christ.